Freeze it. Miami Vice. Feel the Vice Effect. We're ready, everyone. Is uh, are they are they still coming for your asses? The pastel police? They're always they're always, always. on the job, man. All always right. on the job, even at three a.m. As we'll find out in this episode. Yeah. 19, <laughs> the home invaders. Uh, off the bat, you said it was a weird episode. I I liked it. I hope you thought it was I, a, a likable weird was, episode. I thought it was fucking awesome. I, okay. I was very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I give it a rating of F A. F A. Man from Edwin. Yeah, yeah. So we um some f- kind of familiar faces in the in the supporting roles in this one too. It's nice to see some uh, more people when they were just uh, young fellows, up and coming. Um, we got the the wiki fandom summary for this one is Castillo takes on Crockett's former boss and mentor, trying to end a home invasion spree. So. A clashing of lieutenants this is a good. It's a, this is a Castillo heavy episode, which I, I was, I yeah, that's why I liked. Yeah, I got yeah. to see a lot of, you know, Castillo and how he, how he gets dirty on the job. You know what I mean? Instead of behind the desk. Yeah, it's some so, more action. Yeah, even he even has a uh, like a kind of a, a punny phrase thing later on towards the end of the episode. Did you think that Castillo was utilized better than his? Um, original story arc with like the Thai um, heroin dealer one or I, th- I think so. It was definitely different from that. Yeah. It wasn't like the, it's like they figured out how to write his character a little better. I feel like, you know? Yeah. And I'm still, I know we talked about it last episode that uh, uh, Philip Michael Thomas was actually injured. So they, they wrote out Tubbs as being on a leaf of absence to visit a uh, good old Pam Greer in, in Manhattan. Valerie, is that her name? Yeah, I actually watched this with uh, uh what was her name? Um, yeah, was that her name? Was. Uh, because I was just reading about that. I was like, where the fuck is Tubbs? And then, uh, it says yeah. it in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, Valerie Gordon. Yeah, Valerie, Valerie. Yeah, that's so I was I was watching it with my um, my mother in law, and she was like, "Where's uh, where's Tubbs?" And I was like. I don't, I don't know. He's not in this episode. She's like, I haven't watched it in so long, and Tubbs is always my favorite character, and he's oh, not in this episode. The one episode like, you picked to watch with her. Nice going. Better yeah. luck next time. I think it's the only one he missed, though, they said. It, only without, him, yeah. without him, it was still good um, because he got a lot of really good outfits, very good yeah. costumes. Uh, whoever's doing that on this episode um applause um obviously castillo's wearing the exact same thing as usual but um do you get him with no tie and no suit coat though that's yeah yeah you do you do and uh, a lot of attitude in this episode um it's very standoffish it had this uh i don't know if you agree it had this clockwork orange vibe it was almost like you know the home invasion there was obviously yeah there was no penis statue. Or, <laughs> Murder via penis uh, statue, yeah. Porcelain rape, dick. Rape scene. But there there were cool, like, weird hockey masks, and it was almost like they were, like, it's like they were hinting that there might be a sexual assault, but it didn't happen. Like but the Miami, they're the Miami Droogs. Yes, yes, yes. Do, uh, yeah, do, I, do you think what they uh, had their version of a milk bar in this, too? Yeah, maybe mojito bar. That's mojito bar? Of milk they were drinking. Yeah, still, uh, it's still had a bunch of uh, lady mannequins. Where the uh, the mojitos I was hoping we, I we get some some vibes like that. Maybe someone would sing some yeah. opera here and there, but it would have been great if there were they after because they do have a, a an argument where they disagree about something, and then there should have been like a slow motion shot of them walking along, and the leader just takes everyone <laughs> else out to reestablish his dominance. Yeah, yeah, put them in their place, but it didn't happen. No cane to the crotch. Oh well, that's another fantasy rewrite. And if we ever we uh, do some additions for the uh, the pending Blu-ray release. We just need to have um, the Droogs meet Crockett and Tubbs. That's a mashup. We'll have oh, like a is. shared universe, you know? Yeah, of uh, Clockwork Vice. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so we start off here. 
it starts off. It's it's a really short cold open for this show, mm-hmm. but it, it's right to the <clears throat> excuse me to the point. I'm getting emotional about it, choked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's home. Uh, but first off, like the first thing I thought of, I didn't make a note, but I remembered it was they show this is like a family in their nice luxurious home, and the uh, the 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 father, the husband, he had to dye his beard. He had the salt and pepper hair. That beard was suspiciously all black. A little off color from the rest of the the do. Yeah. But yeah, these people come in posing. The home invaders come in posing as what flower delivery. Yeah. But it's funny. You can hear them loudly whispering outside the door, but they don't hear that. But they're like, I want the woman this time. Or it's, it was weird. See? Yeah. They were up to no good, like on some like creepy shit. You know what I mean? So. Very. Yeah. So that happens. And it's, yeah. And then it, the last show is it's the two young kids hugging each other in fear. Very sad. I know. And those kids, like, the, at the end, they looked pissed. They were like, I thought there was going to be a revenge story. Like, it was going to be like years later, these kids come back after the home invasion people. You know what I mean? Or they become vigilantes or something. It's it's like a Batman story or some shit. A, a failed uh, spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. Failed spinoff. <laughs> also, I put out that the uh, ruined salad. Also, that salad was a nice big bowl of salad slapped off the table, freshly made. No one gets they just ruined it. the whole fucking night. They just came and ruined the whole night. Oh, yeah, I guess that's the worst. I mean, that's the least of the the bad things that happened was a salad being knocked to the floor. And people it was hurt. a nice salad, though. It was a nice salad. It was a very nice. I would have. I'd eat a salad right now. I just had milk and cookies, but I'd, I'd have some salad. It looked that good. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Whoever made it, good job to them. With the props person. Uh, so yeah, you get the opening credits, and then at first I thought if they showed Crockett stumbling into to work. I thought he was like coming off a bender or something. The way he was, his hair was messed up, and he was like half, you know, his jacket was half on. He was just like stumbling. But I, I'm sure that must be somewhat normal if there's a very serious case. You call in people whenever you have to. Yeah, is that right? Also, uh, Deck was he was fresh. He was very alert, lucid. Maybe he was already on his shift. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Zito wasn't looking so hot, but uh, Gene and Trudy were all there, and Castillo, of course. He does. I bet he basically sleeps like one hour a day. Yeah, he he lives there. He probably sleeps in his desk. Like, not even he's 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 sitting up, just staring at himself in a mirror. Yeah, sleeps somehow... with his eyes open. <laughs> oh yeah, in in his suit. No. Uh, did you notice though? Um, I don't know if you noticed guest star. Very early on, um, in the the fucking home invaders, uh, David Patrick Kelly, um, he was in uh in uh, the Warriors, I'm pretty sure, dude from the yes. Warriors, yes, uh, bunch of stuff. Uh, I know I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, but uh, Malcolm X, uh, Dreamscape, Commando, Forty Eight Hours, um, Law and Order episodes, Twin Peaks. Um. Yeah, and I think he was in. Uh, what else was he in? Uh, Longest Yard, Adam Sandler version. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's been in a bunch of stuff. You always see him as like the same kind of like snively little villain guy. He has know? that look. Yeah, yeah. Typecast. It's better he didn't character. do the uh, the beer bottle clinking. Some of the kind. I know. Yeah, yeah. Him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like. To cry, like like Castillo, come out and play. <laughs> I would have actually been pumped because this is very that vibe. Um, it was. It was a dark. You could episode. see it was David Patrick Kelly though, with his even his face smashed down. Even yeah, though I he's... kept thinking of Ninja Turtles too, but still, very cool. Just <laughs> yeah, a distinct, distinct face, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, all all the vice detectives are going to help out the robber unit because there's a string of home invasions. They need to put it to a stop right away. And so they, uh, they go to this other, the other branch of, I don't know where it was. Uh, but now at first I, I sincerely thought that the, uh, it's, it's a Crockett's mentor who heads up the robbery division. Uh, he is a Lieutenant over there. Uh, Lieutenant John Malone. Now to me, he looked like, uh, I know George Romero is dead now, but he looked like George Romero now, but with shorter, darker hair. Like his, it, Could you get that vibe off his face? I did, I did. He had this very familiar look, and yeah, George Romero n- nails it 
that, especially did you think he was a good glasses. actor though like uh he was totally okay but but he like his he had too much of like a a not miami accent he was like a like a new yorkish kind of accent that seemed out of very place. yeah out of place that's what i thought also, so. I was like there's something wasn't fitting about him poor wardrobe choices yeah definitely i think most of the people in, in burglary department didn't weren't dressing uh, yeah they were <laughs> <laughs> they were all they all seemed a bit older yeah they were losers they weren't yeah. cool as vice <laughs> yeah and according to crockett and one of his pals is a little too fat also think comments but his weight it's not nice <laughs> in this now in, in this scene i'm, I'm going to give it away right now that's my my fashion choice was crockett's attire for this scene he had the pink shirt with the light blue pants Ooh. and the white suit coat crockett like wins for me but that that was a he was dressed there was a it was a hard choice for who was best dressed this episode yeah. but uh well, that 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 suit was great by the I mean, way, that was very good. Well, I, I like that combo the best. I mean, at the end, he's wearing a couple of que- he wears questionable suit coats later. Very different, not his typical style. No, and, and two in one episode too. We'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. I have I have yeah. notes on it. Yeah, me too. So basically, uh, they're going to be working with the, the burglar unit, and they have a little little meeting, and they call it their like they call it a pamphlet. That's all the information that they have, and Castillo just shits all over it. He's like. Like this is nothing. Like you, you don't have all this stuff that you should have in here, and everyone's of course offended. And what does he say? He says, "Uh, uh, if they're home in bed, they couldn't have done done the burglars." He has this whole like line. He's like, "Oh, he's he's asking if they if they check with their like street sources, basically, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. "If they're home in bed, it couldn't have been them." Like basically saying like you're not double checking. You know what I mean? Like, but he was right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But at first, everyone's like, "Oh." Whatever, man. Yeah. Too serious. Uh, but then we have, we cut to um, there's like one of the invaders in his Lincoln, like blatantly, just like just scouting this house. Like you just in the middle of the street with this camera taking way too many pictures. It's a long. creepy scene, too. Very creepily set. It was like Zodiac almost. The music, like, like the music with it. Yeah, just sitting yeah. the guitars, like, like minor keys and. Almost good, like, good hardly. fucking score. This episode too, like uh, Hammer really like upped it with this. There was a lot more like, uh, like ambient guitar. It was almost Tangerine Dream style, like very cool. Like that scene yeah. was real creepy. And then that- they don't give, they don't specify what that was called for that scene. Unfortunately, on the on the Wiki fandom page, at least there's two other things, but nothing for. I want to know what that piece was called because I like that one. Yeah, me too. Anyone out there listening, if you know, leave us a comment on our Instagram page, please. Yeah, yeah, Very find that, that for us. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I get as isolated since there's no dialogue from the episode, too. If I really want it that bad. But the place they're checking out is like really fortified. It's like the iron gates and the doors, security cameras, like warnings, like dog warnings and stuff. Now, I'm, I'm a little confused. Though. Was this the one that they end up robbing with the old people later? That's what I'm assuming if they're scoping this. This uh, if they're scoping this out, then I'm assuming that's what they're e- going for easily, next. Easily, two hundred grand in there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and of course, there's a woman in roller skates that he has to take a bunch of pictures of, just because. Uh, but they're yeah, they're then they cut to the home invaders. I like how they they cut to them, and it's like all of their like stuff, like their masks and their weapons, before it pans over to them arguing if they want to do this or not. And I like the the uh, one of the quotes I made note of here was there, but there um, the guy from the the warriors, his reasoning for not doing it, it's like we can't prowl with all the juice in the house, <laughs> which I assume means like security. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just that particular phrasing I thought was really uh, good. And now the other gentleman who I, you know, specifically I can't name what he's in, but he's he's the one who works at the uh, he's the valet. Uh, is it Isai Morales? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's him. correctly. Like I knew I've seen him in lots of things. Um, oh, he was in La Bamba. That's oh, right. He was the brother in La Bamba. Okay, that's what I know him from specifically. I mean, other stuff too, but okay. Now that makes sense. Yeah, he's uh, he wants to do it, and others are like, "Oh no, you don't." See, I'm not sure if they actually did that one because it was it was too risky. So they they went with this other old couple instead i think that's what happened dissension in the ranks but 
I think that he lost out because it was no one else wanted to do it. That's my feeling. They don't specify, but that's what maybe I that's think. like showing their um, their wits on like how to approach. Like maybe it's showing that they're like uh, meticulous in what they do. You yeah, know? And it's all based on juice levels. Within yeah, yeah, juice levels. Yes, we gotta have high or lows. You know. Yeah, this glass of juice is overflowing. We can't do this one. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get some paper towels for this one. <laughs> so then we have a scene of Crockett and Castillo are questioning the uh, the woman from the first home invasion at the opening of the show. She's very upset. Apparently, the son got they hurt his hand, which that's no good. Um, awful, awful. And these, they, Tragic. I guess, it was, but he's like kind of fucked up because like he may never get to use his hand again. And she was like, they give her cigarette burns. So clearly, Crockett man, they're is, fucked up. They're like sadistic. They sadistic, are, yeah. Man. But Crockett is uh, very pissed off at this. And so we have a little montage of Crockett it's hitting a, the streets. It's a good montage too, with good music. Yes, I don't think I saw any recycled. Uh, no fresh shots. Scenes. Fresh shots. There was like a slow had motion to. scene of the a... Ferrari replica. Um, that was a weird. This like a slow motion shot in the middle like, of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and then like, like, oh, we need an extra two seconds. But slow down a shot. I don't care. Yeah. Just pick one. Crockett, a bunch of scenes of him like looking out the window, like trying to like make sure, like questioning people, like, "Hey, you!" Like, yeah. There was. Um, I also liked at the start of it too. There was some diner called Wolfies that had like really cool looking signs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool Actually, signs. Checking the location to see if that if they mention that if it still exists. Not that I'm ever going to visit it, but I, I need to know these things. Come on, Wolfies. Now they didn't go there, so probably not. Oh, they do have a. They pursue the invaders, the invaders on Biscayne Avenue or Boulevard, rather. So Biscayne's in there. Uh, so yeah, and and. Castillo is just at his desk, you know, going through the paperwork. So I have to see the blocky glass behind him. So I wasn't very happy about that. Uh, uh, so let's see. So they did that and it's, it seems pretty fruitless, but they go to a, they check out the jewelry store. Cause they know there's a lot of the robberies have involved jewelry. And there's this, this fellow named Benny. Uh, and they want to question and they're telling him that, these guys, you know, they're hurting kids and families. So if you, because he's like, if you even breathe the same air as them, and uh, and then Benny's like, yeah, whatever, you know, you don't scare me. It's strange that these are he knows they're detectives, but he like he brings his bouncer to throw them out. You can throw out cops. Can you? Is that a thing? I mean, if it's private property, yeah. I don't know yeah. stipulations. But... Yeah, but if 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 someone comes out and like tries to just puts their hands on a police officer or a detective, that's not going to go well for that person. Well, it doesn't in this case. Like, a, <laughs> that's probably my favorite part of the show is when somebody just they don't show up, but he grabs them by the balls and just pushes them into a closet. Yeah, <laughs> poor Angel. His name was Angel. Angel comes on out and he gets his uh, yes, yes, um. <laughs> <laughs> his poor testes poor feller yeah now at the same time though because Castillo is so thorough and a, fan, a fantastic investigator he has a connection I guess there was that it's they're similar to a bunch of uh, similar instances in Chicago and he's trying to make a, connect, a connection with uh, people who are beating up prostitutes in Chicago and so he's, he's trying to like put these pieces together that way so he has this angle going on and he's going to pass in the next meeting because he doesn't like how this lieutenant uh, works. But it means at the same time, get another home invasion. This one, oh my God, the screaming of the woman. Good Lord. <laughs> it was, it was obnoxious. I had to turn it down. <laughs> yeah. It was harsh. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> but she's immediately, she's like, ah, give what they want. Just give it, just give it to them. Like immediately. And he's he's not having it. Uh, so it turns out that oh, and so it, it's the uh, this the valet, the, the kind of like hot-headed guy who wanted to do the bigger job. He's outside. And he a cop approaches his car because it's suspicious, and um, he's pretending to sleep. And the cops is like, "What are you doing here?" And he just shoots him immediately with a silencer. Like he's just yeah. like, yeah, 
Yeah, these guys yeah. are serious. Like he doesn't care that he has to kill a cop to get and this place some coins basically. Some That's what I'm saying. These guys coins. are like sociopath, droogs, young kid, like like yeah. fear the youth, like they're corrupt. Yeah. Uh, definitely some clockwork orange influence in this. They just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And then the next day, oh, the next the next day, Crocus jacket ain't so good. Like this is like the weird silvery one, I think. I liked it. I thought it was different. It was different. He may have worn it before, but I don't know. I was. I think he's he so often wears like a nice crisp white coat. That exactly. That's what enough. you expect. That's what you expect. You don't expect him to have like stripes in his clothes or. Uh, you know, different. He doesn't really step out in the jacket. It's either a solid color. It's either white, off white, or like blue or black, or you know what I mean? Mother of Pearl. Yeah, Mother of Pearl. <laughs> yeah. Obsidian, eggshell, uh, eggshell uh, <laughs> cobalt, uh, blue steel. Um, yeah. Espresso so. foam. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but That's yeah, a so good there color, are, espresso, espresso foam. foam. I'm thinking about it right now. It's like a if, brownish tint. If, you know. if that's not like a, a named color, I'm going to call all the painting companies and have them bid over the naming rights. <laughs> so yeah, they're at this. They're at the scene of the crime, and so then the cop was shot, and I guess the the old man who they were trying to rob, they shot him twice. He's in the hospital. Um, and again, Castillo's like, he's like, did you do this? Did you do that? And the other lieutenant's like. Uh, they were already gone, so we didn't bother setting a perimeter. Or I didn't feel like it. <laughs> Do they just make these like this other team just totally suck? Like they were just like god awful cops, right? They were. They were. They were not having a good week, and and he's still like he has the nerve to be offended that he's being told he's done something wrong and he knows it. He's, just, he's, like, he's got a lot of nerve, you know. Like yeah, he got a lot of nerve being reasonable, making sense. <laughs> But yeah, he's he's kind of like you know he's and he's doing it in front of Crockett. This guy mentored Crockett before, so it's I think it makes it a little extra a little extra sting on it. I think. Uh, but you know, Crockett goes to talk to him out, outside, and he's like, you know, he's right. You know, then, then he goes, he's he's, try, he's trying to like I think keep things pretty like you know, let cooler heads prevail between them because they're you know they don't like each other, uh, but. So that happens, and let's see here. Oh, then I, I wasn't sure where it was going because suddenly Sonny and uh, Castillo are at a like a super shitty apartment. But it was because <laughs> oh, because Castillo asked Trudy and Gita to look out for any uh, any hookers that are you know getting beat up. Is this where they meet the uh, all those prostitutes on the bed? The very smart prostitute on the bed. Yeah, yes. one that has a black eye. Like, yeah, yeah. She was actually I. Uh, she was in a previous episode. It was a little. I think it was unintentional continuity. Did you read that? No, no. But I thought she looked for very familiar. She was. It was. I don't remember the episode name. It's the one where Gina goes way undercover and she has to sleep with that, the guy from uh, Rocky movies. I oh, guess the guy from. Uh, you mean uh, from Back to School? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess when Crockett and Tubbs go to that. A party there. She offers him a light, probably a cigarette, and he's just like, "No thanks." So they they had an interaction, but you know, even like where it was written, they like play it off like he's not going to remember who she is. It was so brief, and he sees so many people. So it's kind of like a uh, it's it's canon, you could say. Yeah. And once yeah. they had once they had the same person play the same character, that's actually kind of cool. A lot of people probably wouldn't, but uh, get I'm that. Wo- I'm wondering if it was on purpose or not. If it just happened to be a coincidence. Uh, I think thinking I, I, back I then it probably wasn't, but I'm gonna say just for for good faith it was. I'm gonna call it a cocaine coincidence. There we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So she's trying to be all like like a smart ass at first, and it's like I just tell us what you know. So she kind of describes who it is and how like how they operated, like they. But it, it's it wasn't much help there like later on she's trying to you know she's going through these books of criminals with uh Switek and zito who are very serious throughout this whole episode they're not in it much but there's like no no handiness no no goofing around 
This I love. I like Zito's shirt in this scene. By the way, did you see Zito's shirt? Did you like I, it? I did. Yes, I did. It, it was wasn't his cool. best one shirt, but I did like it still. Yeah, it was different. It was like a very serious tone. It was like fit his tone of how his it attitude was. Like a darker color too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, that's why you only see his shirt in this scene, but later on you see he's, it's not salmon on salmon, but it's like a, it's like a, like a peach on peach, maybe. He's like he's like a matcher. He's like a tone on tone. You know what I mean? Always has yeah. matching tones. Still no good. He doesn't like... Uh, contrasting colors he likes everything to be the same but oh no he does do pink shirts with yellow pants which doesn't work at all it's bologna that, cheese yeah, that's true yeah yeah oh bad bad cho- choice all together so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever he's doing it's just not working for him uh so uh we go back to uh at castillo Again, kind of begrudgingly goes to work at the the robbery division's office again, where everyone else is trying to figure things out. And he just like makes this, he has this like epiphany of connections. He's like asking, he's just, like naming off, like, go to this one. Do they, what are they, who's a landscaper? They get their fruit delivered, a hairdresser. Like, so he's like trying to, you know, you see how his mind works. And he's able to deduce in like two minutes that they all go to the same hairdresser. Was this where he was looking at the books in front of the little windows? There was a scene. There was a scene where he was looking at books. Maybe that was just in the first montage. Anyways, I have this vivid memory of him. Oh no, that was the first scene. Yeah, the the okay. just that I hate. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the little windows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he was just looking out there, and then he looks up, and there they yeah. are behind him. But yeah, I'm sending that to you. <laughs> Thanks for. Yeah, I had moved on from it, but you had to bring it back. Thanks. Appreciate well, they're coming it. back again at the end of the episode too. Yeah, so. I know. I know. Just try not to think about them. We but need to be, make a shirt. Just block windows. But it has to be like a uh, what's it called when it's the entire shirt? There's a, a certain terminology for that type of shirt. I'm I not sure, it. but that would be funny too. All and we just it says the vice effect. If anyone's feeling generous, and they, even though I hate the things, if you want to make me a shirt, a t-shirt, and it's the entire shirt is covered in it, I'd wear that. Despite my dislike of it, so total graphic T, yeah, three sixty degrees, even uh, even printed on the inside of the shirt too. So if I reverse it, it's the same thing. You know what? Throw a hood in there. (laughs) Why why not? Put a (laughs) T-shirt. So, so yeah, he they they determine that the connection seems to be the hair emporium. Not very creative name. Yeah, what? Very lame. But a it's good seen, montage right here, a little showing everyone's haircuts. Oh, it's it's, it's like the most it's like the most eighties thing they like visually they've done in the show so far. Good, everybody had the like short, waved back. I got like there was little bit of mullet going on. It was like a lot, of Duran, a lot of Duran Duran. Hair. Yes, Duran Duran and uh, you know Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, yeah. But the. Yeah, that I don't know the the owner or this the whoever in charge is super sassy. This woman comes in, she's like, I gotta get my hair cut. Like, here's my dog, and the guy's like, I give this dog a wash. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if, if, he, if he if he bites you, we can drown him. I'm like, damn, like that's yeah. that expensive. Like shit. Yeah. Some Corella yeah, Deville shit. <laughs> there were some there were some good Hawaiian shirts there. Yeah. And I I, I I guess uh, did you watch the episode today? When did you watch it? I just watched it right before we oh, got so on. That's what I always do. Did you? Uh, I sent you a, a still of one of the hairdressers. Yes. With, yes. with no context. Did yeah. you know? Did you assume it was from the episode or that? Yeah, I always assume. You always send me little like <laughs> hints because you oh, watch it usually like is. a day early, right? So, I'm, I'm the night before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I always I'm like, oh shit! Like here we go. Yeah, wait, wait what, for it. <laughs> this is what you got coming. <laughs> yeah. It was, I thought it was a, it was solid, a nice mustache too, but yeah, Gene is there, undercover, just trying to scope the scene because they they think someone working in the hair emporium. That guy's like, like, yeah, you know, it's a little punk but sophisticated, like talking about her hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a uh, what was it? There was a song playing during this one, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, uh, life. Yeah, she, what yeah. is it? Sheila D or Sheena D or whatever? Uh, uh, Sheila E. Sheila E. Sheila E. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what the E stands for? Uh, Ernie. I was gonna say Edwin, just as a joke. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that was my name. <laughs> oh no, it's it's actually it's actually eggs. Oh, oh yeah. Especially yeah. shorter because she didn't like Sheila Eggs as her name. 
<laughs> a little bit of trivia for all the listeners out there. Sheila eggs, if you would. But this was like a weird, like, I don't know if it was extended because there was lots of percussion. Probably was like a, a special, like, remix or like, you know, like a special edition that they just like hadn't cut yet. It's the Miami Vice remix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that happened. There was another like kind of like montage of sorts. And then she's leaving. And then she's under the guise of someone who clearly has a lot of money. She's like, oh, Valet, get my Mercedes, please. And get the nice big fat diamond ring. And of course, he notices this. He's like, oh. Um, and he's, he's trying, I think he's trying to get her to give information. He's like, oh, your husband's going to love that. And she's like, oh, but he's always away on business trips. So it's like, oh, that means I'm home by myself. That's that's a you know a signal to you if you are a home invader to come invade my home. Like, please come here, invade yeah. my home. Yep. So she, you know, she gets in her car, her Mercedes, and leaves. He gets the, the plate number, thinking he's going to have to scope that out. And I think this is around the time when we have the hookers back. I trying to ID the, uh, but she's like, everyone's like, I know him, I know him. She's she's like done half of Miami it appears but even like her her like humor was too much for Swiatek and Zito at this point they're like Ugh. they're just like yeah. Yeah, just concentrate <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so Gina comes back and she's like I, th- I think I know I have a feeling about this valet guy let's bring the uh, the prostitutes down and see if they can ID him now they, they'd rather in tr- I don't know if that's Trudy's regular car I liked her car it was like a, it was like a boat it was enormous yeah, was what was that like a Lincoln or something? Or I don't even know what that is. Maybe I should try to look it up. I thought it was a limo at first, but then it like it was a really cool pull up scene. It looked like a uh, like a Lincoln or something. Let's see, Let's see, I'm going to Trudy. Oh, her last name is Joplin. I don't think I knew that. Let's see if there's anything about our car in here. Everyone, learn with us. Oh. That's- Oh, yep. Let's see here. She usually rode with Gina. She appeared to operate a car of her own, but that's bullshit because she did. A 1985 Toyota MR2? No, nah, she was driving. That was like 60s or 70s. But it said she drove a Honda Prelude. They didn't think that. Bogus right there. Malarkey. That's another question. Any of you car heads out there, find yeah. us what kind of car that is. Episode and, 19. Yeah. I need to know. But anyway, so yeah, they, the, the prostitutes are like, oh yeah, that's the guy. You know, it's him. And so now they're immediately scoping up from across the street. And uh, Crockett has a good line here because he's still intense and he wants to get these people, you know, busted. Uh, so he's just like, nailed you to it, sucker. I like that line. <laughs> Dude, he's lonely, man. He's lonely. Tubbs is gone. He's like, now I gotta make up for Tubbs's cool yeah. one-liners. He's like, I'm totally not as like slick. Like, I'm stuck with Castillo. It's too serious. Yeah, Castillo doesn't have any cool lines. It's now's my chance. Did it? Did it? Oh, this is where I, I point out because it's uh, at one point it's Crockett, Castillo's Zito, and Swiatek are all surveying. I'll get their binoculars, mm-hmm. and this is where Swiatek is a double beige. Is what I put down for my note here. Yeah. It's almost like yeah, it's almost like skin color. Ugh. Was this where Crockett was in that weird his second weird jacket, or was he just in no, that stripe? Still that striped I th- one. I think it was still the no, he had a he had a white, almost looked like a, a white uh members only type coat with the sleeves rolled up a bit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh the one you're talking about comes at the end. That's we'll talk about that. I have I have some opinions on that one. Uh so they are watching and they see this. Is it an old Corvette pull up? That blue is it a blue Corvette? Uh I really yeah. don't know. I can't tell you. Um I always get Corvettes up. and uh like Ferraris and Porsches all mixed up. I always get them mixed up. It was a Corvette. It was like a Corvette. A, yeah, like a late seventies, I think. Or actually it could have been early to mid seventies. I like that though. That's, that's my 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 pick. That's my car of the show right there. I like Trudy's, but if I was gonna go for a ride, I'd want to. I want. I would want a Flea Crockett and Castillo in this car. Best bet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they 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 observe this gentleman from the valet home invader parks the car, and he like has like a key making kit. 
on him, which is weird. It's pretty crazy to have back in '85. Yeah, but that, that's what they say that you made. Oh, it's like he can make a key on on right away. So how does he, does he do that without like a main key though? Oh, he does it because he's the valet. He has the keys, and they give their interesting. But that's yeah, right. still. I think it's funny too how when he uh, when he gets the car, he, he like peels out like ten yards into a parking spot. You figure he's gonna like go, like like go for a ride or something. It says nope, one second drive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So okay, they 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 know it's him because it's all of his shady doings. And so after the fact, uh, they you know he leaves. It's like funny too. He's at his job. He just takes his shirt off. He just gets changed out in public. Yeah, like normal, I guess. <laughs> Show up the pecs and the biceps. Uh, and so Crockett and. Castillo followed the old woman in this old Corvette because they want to let her know, hey, this guy's going to try to rob you. So they pull up next to her. Castillo's just like, excuse me. <laughs> Could you please pull over? And like, she pauses and she just takes off. You get a little chase scene here, unexpected, kind of funny. And she had a couple of good lines because they, they get her kind of cornered in this little like outturn thing. And first she's like, please, somebody help. My husband is having me murdered. Even though like we're cops, here are her badges. No, no, no. Yeah, I thought that line was like real weird. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> like, yeah, should we bring your husband in for questioning of some sort, maybe? Uh, so they tried to explain who they are, but then she's like, whatever you do, don't rape me, which is a super <laughs> weird line to say. <laughs> it was just bizarre. Like, she was like the comedy for this show. Yeah, yeah, the I, only comic relief in this show. Yeah, and I found her to be entertaining. Did you, uh, do you have an opinion? Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially at the end. Yeah. Our lunch, yeah. What's her? The character's name was Muriel. Muriel Goldman. Massive hair. And very, uh, very talkative. Uh, so they, you know, are able to explain to her what's up. And so they have the whole thing set up now. They're going to follow the uh, the home invaders. You know, Swite and Zito undercover as a uh, tow truck and a taxi. That's uh, broken down and they confirm that they've left and they're Mustang and they're Lincoln. And you have the other gentleman from robbery. The one who's like, he's he had like the, he had the nice mustache and the glasses. He seemed like he was, he, he seemed a bit more uh, in touch with uh, his work than some of the other people on the case. Yeah. He was more like in it just to be a good, good thief, good burglar. <laughs> Oh, I'm talking about the the uh, the robbery guy, not the uh, oh, oh the guy on the team. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. you know, but they so they they have to stop for a second because they switch into a van, which I liked. It was it said Blitzmail, which I hope that was a real. That's a nice name for a business. Fast fast service, um, but they lose them because they couldn't get too close, so they don't know where they are. But you have Castillo and Crockett are waiting at. Uh, at, this, at Muriel's house with the assumption that they're going to come there to invade it and steal valuables. And they should have been there by now. Something's up. Uh, so he calls Gina back at the office and she's like, they're asking Muriel questions like, you know, it makes sense. That makes sense to, to not make it suspicious. Like what lights do you leave on and stuff? And do you park your car outside? She's like, that's not my car. It's my daughter's car. And um, they're like, Oh, then they realize like what's up. Snaps like right there, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they know they get the, the address of the daughter, who happens to also seem to be uh, very well off based on the uh, what we saw of the house. And so Castillo and uh, Crockett get there, and like, what do we do? We wait for, wait for backup. They're not not here yet. And Castillo's just like, uh, no, no. This seemed like this whole thing seemed uncharacteristic for the both of them what happens next, how it transpires. Cause you have inside two of the invaders, you know, they each have one of the, uh, the husband and the wife and they're making wild threats and stuff with their half hockey masks, which looked pretty cool. It, it did. Like, it was a cool scene. It was like kind of scary, like for a very Intense criminal for element. Yeah. Yeah. And then one guy's upstairs like looking for whatever the jewels. And then Castillo just throws like lawn furniture through a sliding door. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's it's strange he does that, and but somehow Crockett's able to sneak in a different way. It was kind of scary how 
ready to kill someone. Casilla was. Yes, and both of them. They were didn't even didn't even say freeze. They're just like, hey, shoot you, motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? I guess they had to assume that based on all the past invasions, that they would just kill these people. And they killed they killed the cop already, so that's something else to consider. But yeah, they were they had no hesitation. Even when like the guy upstairs is like, "What's going on down there?" and he just walks down, and they just shoot him as he's walking down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He could have even been like a someone asleep upstairs, like, "Hey guys, like, yeah, yeah, what are you doing?" <laughs> but yeah, so very unexpected. I I don't recall. I don't know if I ever saw this particular episode before. Uh, I've so never was, seen it. I've never seen it. So yeah, it's very surprised never. that they went so. You know, just I don't know. It just wasn't like very policey of them to do that. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was very like, uh, uh, just like very ambiguous morals. Like it was like they were, you know, they were all out for their the burglar guys. They didn't care if they killed him or not. Like it was just, you know I what mean, I mean? Yeah. I mean, it was effective. It stopped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, Castillo was just. He's a murderer, man. How many people yeah. do you think he's killed? Like li- literally, he's a murderer. Well, two at least, or two, <laughs> one and a half. I think you have to give credit half credit for each of them for the last guy. He just seems like he's done this before. Yeah, I'm still wondering, like, what, why you would throw something through the window? It's like the, I don't know. That's like a like rookie cop stuff right there. Yeah, he Going was like blazing. Yeah, he was definitely like pulling a. Pulling a rogue cop. Yeah, I did like how he the whole time though he was without his tie and his coat though that mm-hmm. gave it like special. Uh, Maybe that was just to show you that he was on edge. You know what I mean? He was like ready yeah. to like close this shit. I guess so. Maybe he's unhinged when he's not wearing his coat and tie. It's like his head's not screwed on tight. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like that's his version of like like he's like turns into the Hulk kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, but they they do that. Case closed. And oh, we didn't even mention when they got there. Uh, sorry, when they they the, the getaway driver, they get him first. They get him out of the car. I think they handcuff him to the car, and Crockett's like, "If you try anything, I'll just I'll drive and I'll, I'll drag your body." And Castillo's like, "Better yet, good night." <laughs> it wasn't like a hit. He just like probably did some like weird like nerve pinch thing kind of thing and just knocked him out. Somebody learned in Thailand. Yeah, he probably just said like sleep, and the guy's like he just collapses, goes ragdoll. So that yeah, that's I like that because that's a, another thing that you know he, you wouldn't expect him to do. That this guy's complying with yes, I'll stay here quiet and handcuffed. Ah, you know, okay, I'm knocked out. Okay, I didn't do anything, but sure. I feel like Castillo takes a very like utilitarian approach. It's like he's already seen enough bodies. And enough uh, crime from these people. There's yeah. no just justice is served with vengeance at this point. You know what I mean? I guess so. But if that's the case, back when um, the episode where his former wife, that whole thing, he could have, she should have just shot that guy because that guy was like his 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 enemy. His like actual. Maybe it was just a bad day for Castillo then. Maybe he really just like wasn't feeling it. He's like, I'm ready to go fucking home. I didn't even put on my fucking tie. Yeah. So, you know, like. What if he's he had been up since three in the morning and whenever the show started, he hadn't slept yet. And he's like, God damn it. I would have been tired too. And I would have been probably yeah. if I had a gun, you know, who knows? Oh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I think maybe yeah, he was grumpy because he was actually doing like Tubbs's job. Yeah, he's like, like, where the fuck is Tubbs? Like, he's, he's going on vacation. He's probably getting sick because he noticed there was at least twice in the episode when he's in Crockett's car and Crockett takes off and his like, neck goes back. Like, he's not expecting it to <laughs> take off so fast. I'm getting sick of this, this crazy asshole's driving. Yeah. Get me back behind my desk with my blocky windows and my files. So, yeah, but that, that sealed the deal. And then they're, uh, so Crockett, Zito, and Switek are having drinks with Muriel. Uh, she is insists because they did a good job they're waiting for castillo and the other lieutenant was it malone i believe malone, yeah malone and so this, this is where crockett i called it the earwax coat that's the color <laughs> i associate with this coat it wasn't i wasn't feeling this one this is all I, right 
It was my and least. It was my yeah. least favorite of his clothes I, in this episode. I don't know if he's worn. He's worn something that this was like, like it was like a like a weird goldish, like and let's black on, like another kind of pattern. I think it he's done a brunch bro- outfit, dude. <laughs> That's specifically for for brunch with, uh, with old women. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But with the pink shirt, it was not a good combo. That yeah, a white shirt or a black shirt, but the pink shirt with that. That's, he was doing laundry or something today. He was like, um, maybe had a long week. Maybe like Swite like took Switex advice to once. This is the one time he's like, hey, why don't you try this combo? He's like, it looks great. Trust yeah. me. Like the chicks dig it. Yeah, I mean, just look at me. <laughs> it's Mrs. Goldman. Yeah. So I would say that in, in that case, this was a bologna and gray poupon mustard. Ooh, yeah, Dijon or gray poupon, yeah. Definitely. Maybe a little honey mustard. Maybe I like some honey <laughs> mustard. You like yeah. honey mustard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I put that on my turkey and cheese sandwich. Mm. Very good. Very good. Yeah. yeah so the, uh, the mentor I'm going to refer to since we're almost done is uh, uh, George Romero face. Because I swear, if you like the side by side comparison of this actor with George Romero in his later years, you know, George Romero had like white hair and a ponytail, but you're just looking at the jawline and the facial hair. And especially where this guy was wearing glasses earlier on. It was. It looked like it. I know George Romero had weighed a lot more in '85 when he was doing Dawn of the Dead, and it didn't look like this guy. But it was weirding me out. But he comes in, and it's he, he gives uh, Crockett a fishing reel because he's retiring. <laughs> just said, just telling him, I'm going to retire. So, the old Crockett's like, oh, but you know, you're you're a great cop. He's just like, ah, oh, no. I, one sloppy case is enough. I need to hang it up. Yeah, he's like, I'm putting in my resignation. And like he like I yeah. guess so one sloppy case threw it threw it all out the window. He didn't want to retire. Like, you know what I mean? Like I guess so. Did he retire or resign? He said re- resignation, he, yeah. Oh, okay. So he didn't retire. No. Uh, he's he, he looked like he was an older gentleman. He was getting up there in years anyways. Yeah. I mean, you know, that guarantees that we probably won't see this character on the show again, which I'm okay with. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't really like him, honestly. Yeah. I thought he kind of sucked. Then in Castillo's that they made up, though. So yeah, yeah, you know, they, 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 that's nice. But then it's just you get the classic freeze frame ending of Crockett, just kind of like, oh, I kind of bummed out. Yeah, it wasn't like a like dark ending, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like. It was like they got their man, but at the same time, like at what cost? Like, not a big cost, but. Still yeah, affected no one, somebody negatively. Yeah, but no one died. It's not like it, people have been shot and killed, and that's how it ends. Like, so it's nothing like that. It's yeah, no, like it's, it's no died or something, you know. It's no Lou Rodriguez. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Yeah, now but I think I already named yeah, me. I think I went off on my fashion choice and my my car choice, and you know, clearly no Jamaican accent, no Elvis. I uh. I mean, I I told you, my I liked uh, I like Crockett's striped shirt. I, I thought he was best dressed in that little part, just because it was different. Yeah. It was different, you know what I mean? Um, but the shirt or the uh, the coat, the the coat. I like okay, the coat. I did. I like the coat. I re- I respect your choice. It was I yeah. wasn't fan personally, but I mean, I don't want to see him wear that all the time. But for this episode, it's like Tubbs was absent. He got to kind of like change up a little bit. What if it was Tubbs' coat? If it might have been. He's closet. like, man, I miss my my bro. You know, I'm gonna wear <laughs> I can, this. I, I can smell him on this coat. There was there was some good violence in this episode. A lot more violent than um, what I expected. And it, what's weird is um, Michael Mann uh, put out uh, Manhunter. Um, he was directing Manhunter. I think it came out in '85 or maybe '86. Um, the killer in the movie wears a uh, you know, stocking. Oh, and I, I've only seen stockings used as masks on burglars in, um, this Manhunter and, uh, uh, Ninja Turtles too, which that's, that's, those are the main times. I, I know it's been used more, but those are the times I remember it, you know, okay. uh, iconically. So, uh, there's some kind of correlation there. I don't know where exactly, but, yeah, so, so Michael, Mann, advice, Michael Mann and Ninja Turtles is just there. So maybe they got influence from it. So, <laughs> yeah, but you never know. Still scary. It's a scary. It's a scary outfit. I feel like if someone yeah. breaks into your house doing that, it's kind of fucking oh, scary. Yeah. Oh, definitely. 
very yeah. intimidating, especially when they have guns too. So yeah, yeah, worse. Yeah, and I think it's strange that they went back to a very serious episode after a super goofy episode. That's what we need, man. We need that balance, <laughs> or the throw you off balance. They, they, yeah, they, they relax you with you know this lighthearted BS, and then all of a sudden you get hit hard with you know families getting hurt and terrorized, and Castillo and Crockett is killing people at will. Yeah, and this was a very weird like. It was like almost like impersonal, like it's it was literally you didn't really get to know Castillo or Crockett on like there was no personal problems. It was literally the case. Yeah, that they usually it. have a little little like you know uh, internal conflict, but a conflict or some kind of dialogue that you learn something about someone. Yeah, but this was just like cold. Yeah, you know. So I liked it. I thought it was very cool. I had a good time. I actually, I read here that that uh, Crockett and, and Castillo, when they were there was a scene cut where they were waiting at the house expecting the home invaders, where they have a deep conversation about sandwiches. They're like, oh my god, I they, love they, fried bologna. Yeah. Um, what do you like, Castillo? And he's like, cheese. It's just just one slice of craft, <laughs> two slices Kraft, of Wonder Bread. Craft singles Wonder Bread <laughs> every morning. morning with with the plastic. <laughs> he's like, I like it bitter. Well, tell us your thoughts on craft cheese. Do you eat it in the plastic or do you take it out? But uh, yeah, next episode, Nobody Lives Forever. Uh, I have a slight awareness of what happens in that. Something along the lines of Crockett uh, shirking responsibilities for a lady and something bad happens to Tubbs because of it. That's what I know. And I, I know we're getting closer and closer. We're getting to... close to the end of the season. That's... It's been a long time coming. It's Wind it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go by weekly, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, then. We have viced all the vice we can this time. Uh, check us out on Instagram. We uh, do daily posts. Leave us some comments, uh, even if it's about blocky windows. Which, at one of the houses, they uh, was it the last house that had them, too? Yeah, I actually have yeah. my notes. Uh, little windows. Uh, yeah. It hurts. Yeah, come on. Here you're warming up to him. Come on. I guess so. Uh, it's the last one of the year, too. So, happy new year if you listen before the 31st. Yeah, I'm sad this wasn't a Christmas episode. Like, did they ever? Did they ever I don't know. And I wish they did. Like, or, I know they have a Halloween episode eventually. Like, I think. Can you just picture like Crockett does like shootings, the bad guy, and he just like slow motion falls, takes, takes out a Christmas tree on his way down. I just want something like at least Christmas fucking lights. Come on now, but well, I'm sure we we can we can uh, you know bend something into a, into a Christmas. Just lie to ourselves. I mean, I guess this didn't start. We didn't start the season. I mean, when did this episode air? Like, like we're not even. It, this is a uh, March, I think. Oh shit! So yeah, yeah March eighty-five. No what, Christmas episodes. Wait, maybe like what? Going forward, you want to try? We'll, we'll air our episodes on the, the original air dates. Yeah, if we can do that, that would be great. Well, <laughs> maybe <laughs> let's do some tricky scheduling for that to happen. All right, there. We're rambling now. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. All right. See ya. Police officers, please step out of the car. Please, somebody help me! My ex-husband is having me murdered.